0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Selling Greenville, your favorite real estate podcast here in the upstate of South Carolina. I'm your host, as always, Stan McCune, realtor right here in the greater Greenville area, and you can find all of my contact information in the show notes if you need to reach out to me for any reason. If you have any real estate needs, buying, selling, flipping, investing, whatever the case may be, I can help you out with any of that. That is my job. That's what I do full time. Um, I am a full time realtor. This podcast uh, does not generate any money from for me outside of referring business to me. And it's referred quite a bit of business to me over the past few years. Um, But that is the way to contact me. The contact information that's there in the show notes, you can reach out to me anytime. If you send me an email and you don't hear back from me uh, within at least a day, it means that I did not get your email because I operate on a zero inbox basis with my email and Gmail has been cracking down on security lately. Our server um, with Seed and Realtors, which is the company I'm with, um, we operate off of Gmail servers, so um, or at least something like that. I'm not uh, super tech savvy to know the correct terminology, but anyway, our email is essentially Gmail even though it's at cdanjoiner.com. It's hosted by Gmail. And uh, so, yeah, just keep that in mind if you need to reach out to me. Um, and not to belabor the point, but as well, if you like this show, please leave a rating and a review. Someone left me a one-star rating recently. Um, I tend to think that it was some disgruntled realtor that just wanted to get back at me for, you know, having the idea of having a podcast before them. Um, but if you guys could just, everyone that is listening to this, if you can just take a second. Open up if, if you're just uh, you know listening to this through you know maybe the the link that I'm sending you an email. Please go ahead and open up your podcast app and search for Selling Greenville and then hit the five star button to drown out. I've got one one star review, one two star review. Those are the the most recent that I've seen. I want to drown those guys out, so please hit that five star button. And if you can take a second, leave a short little review as well. Um, and oh, and by the way, as well, once you're in the app, make sure you hit subscribe and that'll, you know, give you a notification when this show releases every Wednesday morning, which is when I try to release it. Today we are going to talk about the area of Piedmont, South Carolina, a very interesting area overall, right there on the border between Greenville and Anderson County. In fact, half of the the city, if you want to call it a city, um, half the the city of Piedmont. Is located on the Greenville County side, and half of it is on the Anderson County side. Somewhere to Greer, Greer is half in Greenville and half in Spartanburg counties. Um, Piedmont is uh, is an area that is it's really um, a, a unique location, not just because it's split between two counties, um, but also it's it's kind of uh, out in a rural area, but also not very far from downtown Greenville. So if You're wanting more of a country type of vibe, but you still want to be within 15 to 20 minutes of downtown Greenville. Piedmont really offers a a lot of great options. I sold a house there recently um, that a client of mine flipped that when I was over there, I would hear, you know... uh, Roosters doing their cockadoodle do thing, you know, just like at any point during the day. Like it still has that type of rural feel to it, uh, but it's close to everything there on the west side. Now, if you're needing to commute to, you know, the east side of Greenville or or start to go out towards Spartanburg, it's a little bit of a hike once you start to to try to access areas like that. But if if most of your life revolves on the west side or towards downtown Greenville or maybe even up north towards Traveler's Rest. You know, it's it's not super inconvenient to get up in that direction. Piedmont is a really interesting location um, as well. And, and, you know, it's also, in, in a sense, there, there's a sense in which um, it's not that far from some of the other things uh, on the west side as well. Like, for instance, if you, if you worked in Easley or, or for whatever reason you needed to commute to Clemson, um, you know, it's closer to those areas than, than some other parts of the, of the upstate. Um, we talked about this uh, several, several episodes ago when I was analyzing the, the various markets um, and how they did in 2021. But Piedmont has historically been one of the places where you can get some of the most affordable housing in the upstate. It's one of the few places remaining where that uh, still remains true. Um, in 2021, the average for the general Piedmont area, the average, uh, or actually not technically the average, but the median sales price, median is what we go off of, um, was 185900 That's approximately $100,000 less than the median in the greater Greenville area as a whole. And so um, that is something to consider. That was that was one part of, of Piedmont. Then another part of Piedmont was uh, 195900 So basically, the Piedmont area is where you can still find some affordable housing. Now, there's not a ton of inventory that, that comes up in the Piedmont area. But, I mean, let's face it. That's everywhere right now. There's not much inventory anywhere you go, anywhere in the upstate. So Piedmont is just keeping up. With everywhere else, so it has been kind of a place where people have been now, you know, that they're maybe they were thinking about being kind of more on the east side of Greenville, wanting to be able to have quick access to downtown, uh, but they don't, you know, really like Easley. They don't, you know, want to be in in that area. It's still, you know, some parts of Easley are still still starting to get more expensive um, than Piedmont. And so people are starting to get pushed into that Piedmont area. And it's really not a bad area to get pushed into. Um, and as of uh, February, and I don't know if this is going to hold. But in one of the Piedmont markets, the median price point was 261000 And the other one was $245,000. Um, so that's going to be uh, a really fascinating Thing to monitor, I, I, I'm not without digging into that. I'm not exactly sure what's driving that. There's some new construction driving that, or whatever the case may be. But it seems like there might be some rapid uh, gentrification happening in that area. Um, but what I want to discuss is, and we've talked about this before, um, I, I did a, a show uh, last year on Poe Mill and the development that's about to happen over there. It was sidetracked because of, of COVID. Um, I hear it's supposed to be happening pretty soon, and it looks awesome. It, it, it truly looks amazing what they are um, looking to do over there at the Poe Mill. Well, we've talked about this in the past. The, the Greenville area uh, was a mill area. It was the, the economy years ago was driven by mills, and Piedmont was no exception. Piedmont, um, right there in, in the downtown of Piedmont... Um, you have the Saluda River, and the Saluda is what powered the uh, the mill right there in the downtown area. And if you drive through, you'll see it. It's actually, you know, if it wasn't in such a state of disrepair, you can actually see that there is uh, some beauty to it. And so there used to be, and and I mean, there kind of are the the remains of two mills that were uh, in Piedmont, one on the Anderson County side, and then. One on the Greenville County side, with a, a foot br- foot bridge that went in between them. And my understanding is that it was a really vibrant mill town kind of community. And I mean, you you can if you drive through, you can kind of see that. And and it looks very similar to if you're in the other uh, Greenville mill areas, such as Poe Mill, such as Denine Mills, Mills Mill, all of these different mills. Um, you'll notice that there is a certain look to these uh, these mill villages. And, and I didn't realize until recently that people that aren't from Greenville don't even really know what this is. So back in the day, um, back when these mills were thriving, what they would do is they would develop little mill villages around the mills that would allow people to you know essentially walk or ride a bike or i don't know i don't know if they were horses back then um but but they would have easy access to the mill i mean we're talking definitely within walking distance and easily within biking distance and these mill villages all have very similar architecture very similar looks to the houses that they put up it's kind of like today you know, when you go into these production-built neighborhoods by, you know, Ryan Holmes or Meritage or Mungo or whatever, and you're like, oh, all these houses look the same. Well, they did that back in the day uh, with these little mill villages. So around all these mills, and we have dozens of them in the upstate of South Carolina, you see these little mill villages. And the houses generally have this look where it's kind of a uh, a, a flat two-story front with a Uh, a big front porch with a roof, you know, over the big front porch. And then the back of it slopes down all the way down pretty steeply to basically only one story. So it's not a full, it it is a full two-story structure, but the second story doesn't go over the entire footprint of the first floor. And so the back roof slopes all the way down and uh, and then off from there. And that's the general look of all of these uh houses. and there's a, a, a few other type of, of millhouse uh, looks that you'll see but that is the most stereotypical one so in piedmont if you're driving through downtown piedmont you will experience that and, and you'll see exactly what that is and i guess at one time it was a thriving community but not so much anymore right i mean again drive through it you'll see It is not thriving um, at this time. Now, as we're seeing the gentrification moving and as we're seeing people flipping more houses in that Piedmont area because it's one of the last places where you can find cheap real estate, this is starting to, we're starting to see some revitalization happening. Um, And so, again, I, I have to be careful with saying that this is always a good thing because there are some negatives to gentrification and some negatives to areas being revitalized because they sometimes, and in many instances, end up pushing out those lower income residents, uh, end up pushing out families that have lived there for years and years. I, I was tracking my, um, some of my family ancestry recently on Ancestry.com, and it was interesting that there was a famous house that my, uh, my fifth great-grandfather built in Pennsylvania and that house, you know, had to be sold in the early 1900s. It had been in the family for, um, you know, over a hundred years, and then it was eventually sold in 1900. And that's that's kind of sad. Well, that's what we see happening, um, in a lot of these types of areas as gentrification happens. Some of these homes that have been owned within a family for for seventy or eighty years, they have no choice but to, but to have to sell them and to have to to move on to somewhere else. Um. So I, I want to be careful about how I portray it, but from a meta perspective, me as a realtor, uh, in terms of, of the market in general, this type of revitalization is generally speaking a good thing, and for the Greenville area in particular, in particular, and the the Piedmont areas we're talking about now, any sort of revitalization is really good. So to bring this all back, I referenced the the Poe Mill. Um, had been sold, and uh, similarly in Piedmont, um, the Piedmont Mill area, um, 12.6 acres on the river below the community center, um, was sold several years ago, and is right on the cusp of being developed by, I believe the company name is Red Oak Developers. Um, And they were planning to do this before COVID, but then COVID completely shut everything down, as, as we all know. And so um, they've just been sitting on this property for several years. They're probably very happy um, with what has happened the past couple of years um, in terms of uh, of growth in that area. Um, I, I don't know what they purchased it for originally, uh, but I'm sure that they're looking at prices now and probably sal- salivating at uh, at what they can do. And so, this is the interesting part of it that I didn't expect. But they're actually planning to build townhomes in that area. That's not something um, now. Uh, you know, I don't know every area of Piedmont super well, but that's not something I ever think about when I think about Piedmont as townhomes. But um, that'll be an an interesting uh, an interesting development over there. They're planning on those townhomes to be in the. The high 200,000 range to maybe the low 300,000 range. So, um, affordable, mm, not so much, uh, <laughs> unfortunately. Um, but it will uh, start to, again, keep driving the growth in, in that area. I mean, honestly, those numbers are kind of surprising. I'll be interested to see what these townhomes uh, look like at the end of the day, because you can get a pretty nice townhome uh, in Greenville County. For high two hundreds to low three hundred thousands, they're also going to be um, doing a uh, pedestrian bridge across uh, across that river, and then having a kayak take in and take out below the dam for kayak for for the kayakers that are uh, there in the Saluda. Um, I did not know that there was kayaking in the Saluda uh, down in this section in in the Piedmont area, so I actually looked this up. And sure enough, there is a company uh, that I found called Saluda River Rambler, um, and it looks like they have a pretty cool little uh, kayaking business that they do that takes you right by uh, the dam over there. So shout out to Saluda River Rambler. I will uh, I'll definitely be exploring them um, a little later. Uh, You know, I I think that they open back up uh, later in the year. Um, when things get a little bit Yeah, let's see here Booking available again on May 1st Opening weekend uh, Saturday, May 28th Through Monday, May 30th So in the month of May We'll be able to start booking with them And then they have their opening weekend coming up uh, Later on that day um, So look them up, Saluda River Rambler If you're interested in, in kayaking That Piedmont area That's that's a, a neat uh, a neat little idea neat little family activity that can be done um, and so they're going to be doing some stuff with, uh, with that mill area um, and and with the area where the kayakers go that will then to help make it, you know, more interesting, again, more vibrant, give people stuff to do. This is the um, – and, and I think that they're going to be doing stuff with, with the, the park and whatnot um, and, and just trying to, again, just make – the area nicer. This is what we keep seeing. This is the way development has, uh, has proven to be successful in the upstate, is when uh, they combine residential, sometimes with commercial, and oftentimes with some sort of greenery in the mix. People want things that they can do uh, that they don't have to travel to. They want to be able to just walk to the park. They want to be able to just Take a stroll in the area, or take out you know a kayak uh, and and jump in the Saluda River. I think that that sounds like a blast. I mean, that sounds like uh, something similar to what people in Travelers Rest right now get to do with the Swamp Rabbit Trail being right there and all of the outdoor activities that are um, that are in Travelers Rest. And so Piedmont could be positioning itself as kind of that next outdoorsy type of area even though right now we don't think of it that way so i'm very interested to see how this all plays out um i don't know exactly what their timelines are i know that they're planning to to start doing interior demolition this month is what they said they were planning to do that in march of 2020 um, and hoping to open by the end of 2020 um but now they're they're starting uh, march of 2022 and, and we'll see you know exactly how that ends up playing out long term. Um, maybe they'll be done by the end of this year. I think if that's optimistic, it'll probably be be pushing into next year. but I'm excited to see that. And if you are, if you are a investor, a real estate investor, or a homeowner in Piedmont, generally speaking, you should be excited for this as well. This should be very good. Like I said, it cuts both ways, but generally speaking on a meta level, this should be very good for the area of Piedmont. And I think it will put Piedmont on the map for a lot of people that just haven't considered it at all up to this point. Because if you're going to go to a mill village, why not go to one of these other mill villages that are way closer to downtown Greenville? Well, Um, Piedmont is going to be making a play here in the upcoming years that maybe that is the, the one that the mill area that people should consider, and they're going to have a lot more new construction. And with that, a lot more houses being flipped. There's already a decent bit of houses being flipped in that area. Expect to see that more and more and more in the upcoming months and years. So short little episode today. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Keep Piedmont on your radar um, and I think that you will, will benefit as a potential homeowner, as a potential investor. It's definitely something to keep in mind. All of my contact information is in the show notes as always. Rate, review, subscribe, and we'll talk again next week.